All right, let's do this. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your Twilight, Twilight days. days. Oh, we're doing the same one! Melissa and I, like, did choreography. Wow! <laughs> we ended in the exact same pose with my left arm up and my right arm at an angle. Around yeah, like feet. a little, like, yeah, you know. A little oh. cheerleader pop at the end. Yeah, a little yeah. cheerleader pop. <laughs> we're really so insane. <laughs> hey listeners missed you guys what's up We're how's back. it going i liked that part too <laughs> <laughs> it's going pretty good i'm really impressed with us getting like three weeks in like i mean it's mostly thanks to olivia honestly but... yeah you're welcome yeah, round of applause <laughs> you're welcome you know, I feel like when we first started, Maya was carrying this podcast on her back, but... I was. I think lately... <laughs> it's it, it's, it's you. all you. It's you. Because when we first started, I, I really wanted to do the podcast, and I was like, they are not going to do it if the if like, I, startup we cost is too yeah. high. <laughs> uh, but then once we were already in, I was Honestly, able to be like, you that guys, was, that was this a good sucks. Call, though. Yeah, you, it wouldn't have happened. There I, would I be wouldn't no have podcast. <laughs> I know. So what's up with you guys? Yeah, updates, updates. Um, I saw a one-man show this week that I really enjoyed. What was that for a sentence? (laughs) Called Solo, written and performed by Gabe Malika, who went to my college. It's very fitting for a one-man show. That's a man. Hmm. Oh, that it's called Solo? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's up there alone. Yeah, so Listen, if you're in NYC. I really care about what a man thinks he Oh, actually, okay, so I think he had some really interesting thoughts about male friendship and masculinity. Okay. And, like, okay. he starts out by saying that, like, one of the things he realized in the last year when he turned 30 is that he didn't have friends. He only had bros. That's sort of, like, the, <laughs> the premise of the show. Not bros. <laughs> And then it's about, but bros. And it's about like this friendship breakup that he went through, and there's like some relationships involved, and lots of details about my college, which I found very interesting. Uh, Okay, okay. Yeah, so if you're in NYC and you listen to this promptly, uh, go check them out. And if you score uh, over two on those, you can hear him on an episode of This American Life. I don't remember what episode it is, but I his mean, name is Gabe Malika. That's 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 legit. That's pretty legit. This, yeah, yeah, this American life is pretty. Legit. I mean, it's not Twilight phase, but it's <laughs> not good. He's getting there for sure. I, I don't know. I've heard this American life is like a big podcast or something. I don't know. I've definitely heard more Twilight phase than I've heard of this American <laughs> life. So, like, you do the math, Same. you know. Same though. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, that was fun. I liked it. It was good. That does have fun. Uh, I recently finally read John Green's latest, The Anthropocene mm. Reviewed, even though it came yeah. out years ago. Yes. Uh, <laughs> listeners, if you have not read it and you care to, I recommend getting the paperback because it has Ooh. added content. There are extra Ooh. essays in it. Uh, the premise is that the Anthropocene is like our current, you know, like geological age, like think of like the Jurassic era or whatever. We are in the Anthropocene. Uh, and he just reviews, like, different stuff. 
uh, that exists in, like, the human era, you know? So it'll be, like, the internet, um, this special kind of tree, uh, (laughs) but also really specific stuff, like, Jezri Druka's performance on May 5th, 2000. 1985 or like whatever it was it'll be like it's amazing and you don't think he's gonna save the ball but then he does and uh i don't know it's it's pretty fun it was a great time i feel like i'm really not selling it whatsoever but i did enjoy it that uh, and he is also in a lot of stuff about his own life that is also a podcast yeah which so i haven't don't heard feel at like all it, so it's the least famous the one I've only read, like, little bits of that and listened to a couple of episodes, so that is still on my list. Well, if you want to borrow it. Thanks. You can. Um, I saw John Green on the streets of New York just a few short weeks ago. It was so exciting. You are stronger (laughs) than me because I would have went right on over to there. I did not go up to John Green. Which he would have hated. I would have said, John, nice to see you again. (laughs) Even though we've never met. I had a suitcase and a bubble tea, and I was going somewhere, and we were walking in opposite directions. Usually when I see celebrities, I'm like, I'm very doubtful of myself. I'm like, could that? Maybe? Possibly? I don't know. I'm probably wrong. But I was like, I've watched hours of John Green's face. I know that that's John Green. He was dressed in a gray suit. Puff levels were high. He was carrying... A like bag me. from Pret, and he looked weary. So <laughs> he always looks. He looks wandering. I look rested. He kind of always looks weary. Um, things moved fast. My my, you know, reflexes are apparently not fast enough because by the time I'd been like, okay, maybe I could go up to him. It was like I would have had to like turn around and run him down from the from behind. You do like and, and, like really realize how fast people move in New York oh, yeah. when you have to catch up with somebody. I dropped my wallet on the street recently and didn't realize. Um, and eventually, like a while later, I heard a <laughs> lady like screaming at me, like "Ma'am!" and I was like, "Oh, sorry, are you talking to me?" And she like with my like little pouch outstretched, she was like, "I've been following you." I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you so much. You're my hero. <laughs> I love you. But yeah, Listen. like just seconds gets you pretty far apart, especially. If you're going I was in. like, I, you know, by the time I'd made the thought, I was like, I'm not going to be running down John Green. No. The thing is, the I need to be the coolest person so that I've ever seen, and I cannot be that if I'm like, oh my god, hi, are you John Green? Instantly not cool. Like I, don't... I walked by Paul Rudd, maybe wow. like a year ago. We were on the same sidewalk. We were mere inches from each other. And wow. I made cool eye contact, like a little, mm, and then kept walking, kept looking. So, like, wow. he knew that I knew who wow. he was. Wow. But I didn't make a big deal of it because I'm cool. You well, know? yeah, that's the thing. I was like, I don't want to bother them. Like, I want to be a cool <laughs> New Yorker who lets them live their life, you know? I don't want to be that obnoxious person exactly. who runs them down. <laughs> Listeners, I feel like I've probably told this story like three times on the podcast. 
But one time I was outside the AMC on 42nd Street waiting to see Bridget Jones's baby with my you friend. Either, you told this story mere weeks ago. I don't know if it was on a bonus episode or on a regular episode, but I edited this episode of the podcast. You should tell it again just in case it was a bonus just episode. Because I think it might have been a bonus episode. And I look over and right next to me, like within like three feet is at the time, world chess champion Magnus Carlsen. <laughs> and I said to him, you're world chess champion Magnus Carlsen. And he was like, yes. And I said, can we take a selfie? And he was eating a cookie, so he like couldn't speak at that point. But he did like a big, slow Norwegian shrug and said, then he swallowed and was like, okay. And he took a selfie. <laughs> My very good friend Carrie texted me a couple days ago. They, Her and her sister left Trader Joe's, and Joe Jonas was... Oh my uh, god! Just hanging out outside. Where? Where? It's How the mighty the, like, have lower fallen? East side. Somewhere on the Lower East Side. Wow. Um, and she was like, and she's a big fan of like the the Joe Bros. Like she's been to many of their concerts at this point. And Carrie was all like, "Obviously, I have to be cool, so I'm not gonna say anything." But her sister was like, oh, "I'm fucking saying something." <laughs> And so her sister went like, oh my god, can I take a picture with you? And he was like very kind of, he was like with someone. He was like, yeah, okay, yeah. And so Carrie took a picture of him and her sister, but Carrie was like, he looks weary. And also I, I know he's going through it right now because of the very public Because he's going through an issue of his own creation. And so Carrie was just like. I saw your show and it's really good, but like didn't ask for a photo. But now she really regrets not asking for one. I think. Well, her sister has a photo with Joe Jonas now, but she right. doesn't. I can't believe her sister didn't make her join the selfie though. Yeah, but like, yeah, get in here. I know, I know, but uh, you know, things get weird. A, a small of part time. of me it's... regrets not saying hello to John Green because I do feel like he's at least the level of celebrity where, like, listen, he's not getting swamped on the streets right. of New no. York. He's just right. a regular guy. And well, most he's... of the time he's in Indianapolis. Like, right. it's a car-centered city. He's not walking <laughs> around, you know? Uh, listeners, I raised my hand on the Zoom because I thought it would be funny, but in the end it was actually just really annoying, so sorry about that while you were telling your story, Melissa. <laughs> but I have a joke I'd like to make, which is okay. Trader Joe's, more like Traitor Joe Jonas, am I right? <laughs> That's my joke. That was a good and one. with that, I think that we should transition to Twilight. Twilight! I want to point out. Wait, uh, I want to tell the Maya listeners one tonight more thing about John is Green. wearing her Lapush baby t shirt. So yeah. she's ready. And I don't know if these are still like for sale. Um, and I don't remember exactly who I bought it from, but it was a listener Guess who, who uh, yeah. was selling these to raise money for. Like the Quileute tribe, the Quileute yeah, the tribe? Quileute tribe. They're like moved to higher ground because of climate change and stuff. They're on low ground. They need to be at higher ground. I um, recently donated to them again and learned by going on their website that they successfully moved their school up they did to it. higher Yay! ground, Yay! which is really exciting. And so they're still fundraising to move. Like they're they have more buildings that they need to relocate, sure. but they moved yeah, to school. One one thing. school uh, does not a community make. Yeah. However, that's exciting. Yeah, so look it up. See if you can get one of these shirts. This one's really comfy, um, and I really like it a lot, and it's a great shirt. The other thing I wanted to say about John Green is <laughs> listeners. 
is I recently learned that John Green read and loved a book I edited, and he, like, yeah. really loved it. So, don't be too <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, it is my week to do the recap. Okay, well, I want to say a quick thanks. I saw that we had a brand new review on Apple Podcasts today. Five stars. Thank you for uh, <laughs> listening to my plea from Grimwish10, who, wow, you know, says that they could do a shot every time S. Meyer needs an editor, but we have five stars. Hey. Yay. Let's go. Do you want to actually read the review? Because I thought okay. it was funny. It was pretty funny. Um, Sorry, not sorry, Grimwish10, if you didn't want this read on the podcast. You should know better. Um, the, the headline is worth a listen, period. <laughs> Love it. Unlike, unlike many podcasts started during the pandemic, this one is enjoyable even if you are just here for a hate listen and want to make fun of the whole series. Do a shot every time they say S. Meyer needed an editor. Yeah, end fair. of an, end of review. <laughs> Grim Wild 10, we're going to say it a lot today just for you. Although I actually didn't like actually, feel I don't that really like say it today. Feel that this chapter. Yeah, I would agree. Say it today. It's not supported by the text. <laughs> <laughs> okay, chapter three, phenomenon. Bella wakes up, and the vibes have shifted. Why is that? Because it snowed overnight, and all the snow froze. So like. The the roads are really icy and dangerous, but also the trees are, like, really beautiful, all covered in ice. Uh, and so Charlie's not around. He's already left for work. Bella drinks directly out of the carton of orange juice. I just Lol. don't want that to get missed. Uh, and then she drives to school, and she goes really slow because she's, you know, a conscientious queen. But she's like, this was actually not bad. Like, why is that? And she's looking at her back tires, and she realizes they're reason her drive to school despite the ice didn't feel bad was because charlie had gotten up early to put snow tires on Aww. her truck Which, by the way would have taken ages you have to like jack up your car no right? it's snow chains not snow tires oh sorry snow oh. chains um i feel like what, still would have also taken still a while. very kind yeah i feel like it's probably hard and that means that he has like a key to her car which is just like a funny little detail unless she whatever we're getting off track this doesn't matter um, <laughs> Because, you know, I assume you have to move the truck to get the chains on the tire. Anyway, I was like, I'm going to do such a good job with this. Now I'm way <laughs> off track. Just pretend this didn't happen, okay? And so she is overcome with emotion because she's like, oh, my dad, like, thought about this danger and acted proactively to take care of me. Wow. Normally, normally I take care of people. And so she's getting kind of choked up when... She has a harsh reality check in the form of a van <laughs> skidding across the ice, just about to crush her. And okay. she looks up, and she realizes not only that she's about to die, but that Edward Cullen is four car lengths away. Um, but then away. suddenly, he's right next to her. He's, like, blocking the van. He swings her legs around. She cracks her head on the, on the concrete. Uh... And everybody is running over, like, weeping. <laughs> Are you guys okay? And Bella's like, what's 
going on? Like, what just happened? And he's like, oh, you really hit your head. Are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. How did you get here fast enough to save me? And he's like, I was standing right next to you, Bella. And she's like, okay, but you weren't. And he was like, but I was. And she was like, but you weren't. And he's like, but I was. She's like, will you tell me everything later? And he's like, fine. Um, She is taken to the hospital. Tyler Crowley from her government class, we find out, is the one who almost smashed her. And he is all, like, bleeding, and she is, like, totally fine. And he won't stop apologizing. Um, And she's like, Tyler, like, it's fine. This is important for later in the book, so just note that, okay? (laughs) Edward comes over, and she's like, how come you, like, get special treatment? Why aren't you on a stretcher or whatever? And he's like, it's all about who you know, but don't worry, I'm here to spring you. Carlisle comes in. Carlisle's like, yeah, you're totally fine. And Bella's like, yeah, that's what I said. Carlisle's like, you can leave. And she's like, first I want to talk to Edward. And she's like, okay, Edward, how did you get to me so fast? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, I'm not crazy. And he tries to gaslight her and make her think that she is crazy and that it's not possible. She's like, I know that you were not right next to me. Like, why did you even bother saving me? And he goes... big jump, honestly. I don't know. And then... It's over. She goes home. Uh, Charlie tells her that she does have to call Renee and tell her that she's okay. (laughs) And then just iconic final chapter line. That was the first night I dreamed of Edward Cullen. Wow. We're back, baby. Honestly, we're back. I give you an eight. Oh, yeah. I also give you an eight. This is a great chapter. Thank you, but I really wanted to do better, and I'm going to do better next time. You have many more opportunities. First thing I wanted to talk about is a chapter title, because I was like, phenomenon. I was like, which which phenomenon? Yeah, I don't get it. Him springing into action, like, his super strength. I think it's like an, it's an inexplicable phenomenon that she experiences. He was over there, suddenly he's here. She also notes that he has dented both cars mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep that mm-hmm. he held up the van to swing her legs out and that the the van coming at her has his handprints providentially in the oh, deep dent great word and too. then his shoulder dent in the car next to them that he's bracing against okay. question she's like, for what you is this guys. phenomenon that i have experienced because it wasn't something normal question for you guys if this happened to you yeah. Some man who was very far away is now suddenly next to you and is denting cars. What would you think? <laughs> I don't happening? know what I would think, but just like Bella, I would not let it go. Edward's yeah. like, aren't you going to thank me for saving your life? And she's like, yeah, thanks. Now what happened? I too would be so <laughs> annoying. I'd be like, yeah, she finds him very annoying this whole chapter, oh, which yeah. is kind of funny. Which is great. I love it. I I'm worried that I would too easily... Be like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong. I feel like, maybe right? Maybe I did bump my head. I appreciate maybe he in wasn't this over chapter there. that Bella refused to be gaslit. Like, <laughs> Which though... is so funny because she, like, memory is really tricky. Like, I know. And she like, this did is have crazy. a trauma. She, yeah. like, could it was very fast. And she she specifically is like, time didn't slow down, but the adrenaline rush. I thought it was very funny. I didn't remember that she actually uses the phrase adrenaline rush before <laughs> it even happens. Uh, seemed to make my brain work faster. So it's like, I think I could believe that there was something that I wasn't remembering right. I don't right. know. I feel like I would have, I feel like I could have been tricked because, you know, also yeah. you don't, 
I want to believe the very normal thing, you know? Not yeah, that... like, your brain doesn't yeah. want the world to not make sense. <laughs> exactly. And memory is very fickle. Just two days ago, I was telling Scott that I have a distinct memory of exploring the World Chess Hall of Fame with friend of the pod, KF, even though KF was not on that trip to St. Louis <laughs> with me and Scott. That did not happen. She was not there with us. And yet, it's like, I I remember her being there, though. She, she was there so in spirit. In spirit. Maybe you were texting was. her the whole time. Maybe, you, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe I sent her photos or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember, but it's just like, you know, yeah, I, I, was, I agree with thing. Olivia. I think maybe I'd be like, damn, I'd be annoying, but then maybe later I'd be like, damn. I just, I just, I don't like to believe it of myself. Right. Like, that, like, I remember us noting, like, Edward is like trying to gaslight the fuck out of Bella in this chapter. He's like, you know, that sounds crazy, right? But Bella does not back down, even though she does sound crazy. She's like, if I'm crazy, I'm crazy, <laughs> which I support. Yeah, it was And, you know, there is the small part of me that's like, well, what else is Edward supposed to do? Like, I don't yeah. support gaslighting. Yeah. But, but truly, like, like, in his situation, what else? What right. other option do you have? If you're yeah. trying to keep a secret. And to try to just convince her that, like, that's like, not. Like, there's no explanation yeah. he can give that will make sense. Yeah, you can't be like, the adrenaline eyes. rush strengthened my shoulders yeah like there's there's no plausible explanation other than you didn't see what you thought think that you saw right you hit your head yeah i don't i honestly can't even be that mad at him for like kind of being a dick about it yeah because like you could say the same thing you know gently like i don't i don't know bella like i i I really was right next to you yeah like i'm sorry uh I know, I know this is frustrating, but, like, it is what it is. Like, you could be nice about it, but I don't even really blame him for being a dick. Because okay. he's, like, the safety of vampire kind. Right. Uh, like, I the secret. Have, uh, a, a thing that really worked in Bella's favor, though, is that his family is so unworried about him. Yeah, this yeah. is true. <laughs> like, he's like, not look at actors. those people. They are not worried that he is dead. They're yeah. just, like, faintly disgusted. In fact, they're like, right, they look disgusted. You know, Carlisle is just like, oh, my son who stopped and saved you from a, a moving van. No, he's just fine. Like, Whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. if anything, I'd be right. like, Right, and oh then, my like, God. you know, Charlie's running in, like, oh, right. my God, Bella, Bella, panicked. Right, everyone is like, Bella, Bella, are you okay? And then, like, they see the Edward Bazaar, and they're like, Oh, I mean, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, glad you're well, okay, too. Edward still has the anime sparkles around him, his <laughs> hair falling just so. You know, honestly, even though his body didn't, you know, have any, like, thing wrong with him from the car, his clothes probably got a little banged up, Rumpled. you know? He probably got some, like, cut clothes. Artfully so. Yeah. <laughs> so he probably looks, like, a little rougher. A little, what's a word? Uh, what's a phrase I'm looking Rough for? Rough around the edges. Rough around the edges. You know, like maybe a teeny tiny bit. But I feel <laughs> like Stephanie, uh, who needed an editor, by the way, <laughs> would just be like, and yet magically, not a thread magically. was out of place. Listen, they also buy super high thread count steel clothing that. <laughs> My cat just muted me. I don't think either of you is going to get this reference, but I'm going to make it anyway. Uh, it reminds me of how in Star Trek, the original I series... I literally was predicting that it would be a Star Trek reference. 
I knew. Um, Kirk famously always gets his shirt ripped, oh like, my God, yes. artfully like, straight uh, across, the across the pecs. pecs. Yes. So it's like, it just, like, flaps open to sh- display his, like, his man nipples. His defined pecs. And his yes. defined pecs. I'm Googling uh, it. <laughs> I, I bet it'll come up real quick. Real quick. Kirk defined That's what I'm saying. Pecs. We could have some artful, artful cutting here. You know, be like, oh my god, his body is just as cute as the rest of him. And that's, that's distracting. <laughs> oh, she do- I feel like she has one moment of being distracted by how hot he is. Oh yeah, he she's disoriented by the force of his gold-colored eyes. What was I asking him again? <laughs> I mean, Maybe we should go to the start of the chapter. Yeah, and work our way through. yeah, I guess so. My only complaint about this chapter is that it starts when she wakes up and we get to hear about the light and the weather again (laughs) like try something new please and she immediately she's like kind of notes that the snow is pretty but immediately is immediately it sucks but it's beautiful oh this looks dangerous this this is gonna be bad for me Um, Which, I, she's not wrong. It is dangerous, and it does end and up being bad for her. it does end it's bad true. for her. <laughs> um, my favorite, though, is, like, when she was like, oh, I'm really excited to go to school, yeah. lol, but it has nothing to do with, what does she say, the institution? The stimulating learning Stim- environment. <laughs> stimulating learning environment or her new friends. It is entirely because of Edward Cullen, which she acknowledges, acknowledges is dumb, because, you know, he has mostly just been really mean to her. Yeah, <laughs> but she won't say it, but she already knows that she's crushing on him. Totally! Right Wait. before that, she talks about Mike and Eric, and how... They're crushing on her? Yeah, and she's like, ugh, like, I wish they just wouldn't. Anyway, I can't wait anyway, to see can't Edward. Wait to see Edward. And like, we know what's going on. It, just, it brought me so much joy because Elwo, um, to this day, having a little crush just makes things so much more exciting. It is. Um, it makes it makes life so much more interesting. Yeah, like puts you know, a little shimmer. Puts a little shimmer. All of a sudden, you want to do some like things that were yesterday awful. Like I remember working at Kings Island, and but like I I worked it with this boy named Nathan and he was always in the back of the kitchen and so I would I would volunteer to do dishes so that I could be near him wow (laughs) you're so strong and doing dishes at a buffet I mean kinda we had a lot of interactions and a lot of will they won't they kind of energy but it did actually pan out in anything no but that's not the point of a crush I mean honestly that was probably worth it yeah that was what I needed to do to, get it, to, to do it a buffet him. stint at an amusement park over yeah. the summer. As I yeah, at least you're not crush. working with customers. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was so excited to go into work every day to wash dishes. Wow. <laughs> so I love I, this a little bit. I do too. I also appreciate that she is suspicious of him. Why would he <laughs> lie about his eyes? And I was still frightened of the hostility I sometimes saw emanating from him. And I'm still tongue tied whenever I picture his so perfect face. He's so hot. But he's so hot that like <laughs> she's she so hot. <laughs> yeah, she's and like, you know it's it's exciting. Yeah, it's I mean dangerous and exciting. How many of my crushes should I have had crushes on them? None, none, zero. <laughs> they all suck. <laughs> what was wrong with Nathan? <laughs> I mean, he was just a regular <laughs> high school boy who. who oh, horrible. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> but like. Uh, it, I, you know what? Crushes are made, I think, better because maybe you shouldn't have a crush on them. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, crushes are exciting because of the mystery. The mystery. So, you know, if there's something, like, a little bit dangerous or confusing about them, mm, it might not just... make the love better, but it's going to make the crush better. It's going to make the crush better. <laughs> You're invested. Yeah, I want a crush want right now. How do I get a crush right now? Where do I go? Who do I see? Mm. Hard to say, because I feel like people feel less mysterious now. <laughs> Everyone's on social media. You okay. can, like, go onto their Facebook and see their photos from when they were, like, 15. Right, right. Like, that's true. Yeah, see I their mom say, commenting on everything. I never pre-stalked people that I went on dates with. I feel like a lot of people do that. Like, oh, no, I, don't I, try, I really try not to. I don't want to know that much. Yeah. but like, I can't remember what I used to do. Yeah, it's been it so worked long out for that me, he's so. been, like, happily together with someone. Ugh. Ugh. It's gonna be six years in January. Isn't that crazy? Oh my god! Uh... I know, that's so long. Okay, well, if you guys figure out a way for me to crush on someone, that would be really helpful. Thank you. Okay. Okay, how about this? You crush on me, I'll crush on Olivia, Olivia crushes on you. <laughs> Perfect okay. <love> triangle. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that Think is Think about the dynamic that would give to the pod. <laughs> It would be a successful love triangle, though. Yeah, it would be. Which, like, it would be a real one. Yeah. Not a fake one. As Most opposed books. to uh, Bella's fake love rectangle, square, what? whatever. Oh, my God. Which involves Mike, think about... Eric, Bella, and Edward. Oh, I thought you meant Jacob, Bella, Edward, Renesme. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I guess that is the love triangle. That's a love, love rectangle. A, a love, love square. square. <laughs> That's Ew. a shape. All right. Ew. It's some shape. It's not but a like, good one. I don't know. Wait, maybe like a trapezoid. You know? Jake has to be connected to both of them. Oh, Bella's new, Bella's current love shape also includes Tyler, though, because it's, it's, this is the It beginning. has a dotted line to Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Tyler's <laughs> a dotted line right now. It begins. <laughs> Anyway, I was really moved by Bella being so moved yeah. by Charlie caring about her. Like, we woke Agreed. up early and put snow chains on her truck. And she's like, oh my god, someone's taking care of me? I think yeah. I've become jaded about Bella's whole, like, other people don't take care of me thing because we hear about it so much and she's just, like, so noble and such a <laughs> martyr and, like, she marinates steaks. Yeah. Yeah, you're Jake. Like, okay, We're only three chapters in right now. I know. <laughs> I feel but like my Bella... brain is years into this. <laughs> if Bella had been around Charlie more growing up, she would have been taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, what's the thing is no Charlie... chains on her truck before this. Turns Charlie out maybe she should to... have been with Charlie this whole time. Charlie knows how to take is, care is of her in of certain story? ways. And, like, so, That's like, true. when it comes to food and... Not there. If... Not there. He's not there. But, he but you know what? Been. Maybe he could have been. If yeah. he'd had a six-year-old in the house, yeah, sure. that he I think that part of Charlie would have been like, I can't he, feed this kid. Ostensibly, he had a six-year-old in the house for a whole summer. That's true. I mean, Bella doesn't say, but I feel like he probably did feed her just fine when she was a kid i mean she's and now he's grown up she got home before he did and just started dinner and just assumed the role of caregiver yeah and he was just giving him like without giving him a chance he had a jar that said food money right yeah he buys food 
<laughs> yeah, we know he has a favorite diner, but it's not like, and he's there every single evening. No. Like, no. No. Yeah, so, like, it was really cute. It was a cute moment. Oh, sweet. And yeah. then, everything changes. Everything bum, bum, changes. Bum. I think they filmed Waitress. That's from Waitress. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you will be able to see it on screen. Again. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they, cool. like, yeah, did, like, like, a filming. recording. Yeah, I don't cool. know. And um, I think Sarah Bareilles, like, played... Is yes. actually in it? Yeah. Yes. I saw her on Broadway in Waitress. Oh, was she great? She was great. I'm not surprised. I also saw her in Into the Woods, actually. <gasps> I wanted great. to oh. see that! Great. Sorry, not to just brag. Hi, Olivia! <laughs> Go to Broadway more. You can do that. I'm trying! <laughs> I entered the lottery God. so many times! <laughs> Uh, listeners, if you aren't from New York, Broadway shows have lotteries. Melissa isn't just saying, like, I entered the Powerball so that <laughs> I can afford. I did enter the Powerball for the uh, first time in this last when one. When it was, like, a billion dollars yeah. recently. And I found out you could buy Powerball tickets online. Really? Thought, that's dangerous. That wow, dangerous. That dangerous. That's the only reason. Because I was like, I thought I you still to had to walk down to the bodega. To someone. No, you don't have to. You can buy wow. them online. Wow. I know. I bought that's one Powerball risky. ticket. And I didn't That's why they win. get up to a billion Did you win? Oh, nope. no. <laughs> anyway, everything changed. Everything changed. A dark blue van is skidding, tires locked and squealing against the brakes, spinning wildly across the ice of the parking lot. Do Edward you think it's Cullen, like spinning round and round and round, you know? Like, I was I mean, trying to could, imagine it this. It could be. Like, it's just... It's could, just be, could be... Yeah, I guess it could circles. be. Just yeah. spinning in circles yeah. over and over. Yeah. Edward is staring at her in horror, four cars horror. down. Horror. Um, and, you know, he's there, as described. He gets right. to her. Gets she her gets out hit of the way. by something that's really cold, and it's not yeah, the car. Yeah, but not from the direction she expected. Do you guys feel like this action is, like, well described? I felt that's like a good question about it. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, like, I... Normally, I think it is really hard to describe action that is happening so quickly that, you know, you don't have time to react. Especially like, with multiple things happening at once. With multiple things happening at once. And I do think she did a pretty good job of it. Like, I mean, it would be so easy to just be like, oh, I was hit by something and then everything went black and now I'm here with Edward. Like, you know, it, you could do yeah. that. And I think this is better because you do kind of get more of a look into how like un what's the word i'm looking for on improbable yeah and like she has to is. she has yeah, to know exactly to, what happened so yeah. that she can be like that was impossible that was impossible yeah right i wondered if maybe it would be stronger with some more sensory details oh sure there's not like a sure. ton yeah. Uh, like one is a groaning metal metallic thud hit my ears. It's like okay, that's mm -hmm. like a pretty good sensory detail. Mm -hmm. But as I thought about it more, I was like, you know what though, it's a hard line to walk because if you include too many sensory right. details in a really actiony quick moment, I feel like it. I think that's slows what it in down. Midnight Sun. You right, know? it's either too slow or it gets a little confusing. Right, like I, I think like... there could have been like a couple more little sensory. Right, I think she got caught up like when she was in a vampire's point of view trying to describe literally everything that oh. they would be experiencing and noticing and it was too much mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and they mm -hmm. don't sleep 
<laughs> it was endless. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, actually. What did Alice see about this day? Was it something dumb about mm-hmm. how, like, he decided at the last second to, like, take the turn too fast, and so she didn't see shit about this happening? Oh, That's yeah, I think it was question. something like that. Something really fucking stupid that didn't Damn. make any sense. should have looked that up ahead of time. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, it occurred to me, and then I didn't do that, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just, you know, very right. last second. He decided, even no though she's supposed that. to be able to see all possibilities possibilities right but also right it's like that doesn't even seem like if if that's the level of decision decision. that she can't see then she wouldn't be able to see shit she wouldn't be able to see shit yeah right because every day of everyone's life is made up of decisions on that decisions made at a split second yes totally yeah just like subconscious this is just what i'm doing i'm not even deciding it's just how i'm doing it Right, you know? and so if she can't see those things, then I don't understand how she could see anything. So there's okay. nothing interesting to say about what Alice thought would happen, <laughs> or if she thought that she should warn Edward, or shouldn't warn Edward, or tell him not to do it, or tell him to do it, nothing. Uh, Edward I remember... gets to act on his own in the split second and decide. I remember Edward's thought process, part of it, you know, it was probably like seven pages. Of... It was probably seven like seven pages, pages. Yeah. but I remember him like acting without without like too much thought you know just like i'm saving her and then later being like oh fuck i need an excuse and being like okay i'm gonna tell them she was gonna bleed everywhere yeah if she bled everywhere i never would have survived i would have eaten her in front of everybody don't you think that would have been worse (laughs) i feel like that's a pretty good excuse it is honestly (laughs) compelling you know but really it was romance it was, it like was Okay, but I also love that like everyone is like weeping and like, <laughs> like they're like, already crying. I know, like truly a scene that I would have concocted in my head for you know if like I was in high school and like I almost got hit by a car and like my crush got to see that I was like so injured and then he realizes in that moment that he really liked me so much. It's like oh my god, she's so pretty when she's injured. <laughs> I can't lie, when she, the moment when she was like, and then they got out the freaking neck brace, and I was so embarrassed oh, the I moment been they put it so on. so into it. I was thinking of you, Melissa, and like, <laughs> the teenager who in that moment is like, I'm a martyr. Like, it's the best day of my life. To show it. Everybody's looking at me. I almost <laughs> died this is i incredible. can't move i think i probably would have been like i'm paralyzed i don't know it would have been bad it would have been so bad <laughs> and then for the rest of your high school career you're trying to get seriously hurt again <laughs> just trying to reclaim that just high reclaim the high yeah a hundred percent i did not wow. relate to bella whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> Um, Edward is immediately, like, in a perfectly good mood, like, (laughs) oh, like, be careful, are you okay? And then she's like, oh, ow, and he's like, that's what I thought, he, he, he. Chuckle, chuckle, and you're like, wow. (laughs) She's like, how did you get over here? And he's like, I was standing right next to you, Bella. (laughs) That's a great Edward. (laughs) Oh my god, are we at Forex High right now? <laughs> I'm totally and then crushing she's like, on Olivia, Edward. Oh, but look at his beautiful eyes. What was I saying again? <laughs> no, that's later. At first, she's like 
No, you're right. That's right next. Just <laughs> right next. I lied. <laughs> My bad. I thought it came later. Then everyone's crying. They're like, "Get Tyler out of the van." Yeah, get. Well, yeah, everyone. How injured Tyler. was he? I don't know. He's pretty injured. I was well, he, we know his face is like scratched up. I mean, but... he just collided with a vampire, at least, which is you yeah. know rock solid. Immovable. And Edward did not give a shit what he was doing with Tyler's car, you know? He was like, Tyler can go fuck himself. Well, Tyler was either gonna hit Bella and another car or Edward. So it probably wasn't that different. So there, I can, there was no, like, maybe I shouldn't hit this car so hard. Like, you know, he could have probably, because he's a super, he's a super vampire. He can do everything and everything all at once. Well, it's like, this is one of those instances where, the vampire ability level in Twilight is like, okay, you're really powerful. I'm on board. And then later books you find out, oh, they're like actually way overpowered. Because yeah. the the vampire ability that we know from Midnight Sun and Breaking Dawn, it's like, how did she manage to crack her head on the ground? Right. right. Like, we were like, he could have she... that. <laughs> yeah, like, why didn't you protect her noggin? She could have yeah. bled from that, you know? Yeah. yeah. That was it doesn't point. add up. Thank you. I'm full of them. But also, fuck Tyler, you know. <laughs> yeah, slow down. It's icy. Don't be a dumbass. <laughs> and also, his family is looking on, and they right, their expressions range from disapproval to fury. And yeah. I'm like, you guys know Rosalie, that you're supposed you try to pretending harder? to be human, right? Try like... a little harder. <laughs> try a tiny bit guys, harder. Read the room also. Everyone else is freaking out. Yeah, just start freaking out. Just start freaking Obviously, out. Obviously, start freaking out. You're trying to fit in. Instead of I was also angry. thinking that... Uh, this is skipping ahead a little bit, but I was also thinking that when um, Carlisle gets described for the first time, and yeah. he's like hotter than any movie star she's ever seen. I'm like, how are they supposed to fit in when he's hotter than anyone famous she knows? Like, they're gonna get famous by accident for being so hot. Being they so can't hot. help it. They can't turn it off. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Dr. Cullen. Dr. Cullen, we get the first meet and greet. Young, blonde, fucking hot. Pale and tired looking. Yeah, how does he have circles under his eyes? How is that possible? I think that's yeah, like maybe the... Maybe he hasn't eaten anything? Yeah, when they don't eat for uh, a while, they have yeah, like I guess dark you're right. circles. Okay, wait, actually, before we talk about Dr. Cullen, I do want to talk about Tyler Crowley getting wheeled in. And then Edward just sitting on his cot and, like, facing Bella. Yeah, facing away from him. <laughs> just fuck Tyler, who's, like, actually legitimately injured. And Edward's yeah. just like, I'm just going to sit here. Is that cool? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk exclusively to Bella. I know that you're coming on to Bella right now, but I'm just going to go ahead and scoop you. Uh, <laughs> yep, you've been scooped. You got Cullen. Happens to us all. Bleeding from many places. And the doctor comes in, also ignores Tyler. (laughs) Yeah, Carlisle also goes to Bella first, even though Tyler is obviously more injured. Even though Tyler is bleeding. (laughs) Well, I get it, because Tyler's going to take more time. Yes. Tyler has already been seen. He has bandages that they are, like, changing. It's just, like, the doctor coming around. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, and 
Dr. Cullen is, like, trying to... I don't know why I'm being so formal with him. Dr. Um, Cullen. We're on a first-name basis. (laughs) Carlisle is, like, does this hurt? How do you feel? Blah, blah, blah. And Bella is just over and over, like, I'm fine. Fine. (laughs) Please let me go home. Uh, It's so bad that she wants to go back to school. She's like... She's like, can I go back to school? He's like, um, no. Take it easy. (laughs) They're all here, actually. The whole yeah. school is here. <laughs> and Bella is, because she and Edward have made this little, like, pact in the moment before everybody finds them behind the van, she's like, you'll tell me, like, I'll lie for you, but you have to tell me the truth. And he says, fine. And right. so she, like, she tells Tyler that Edward pulled her out of the way and he's like what i didn't see him but i guess it was all just so fast oh yeah he's able she's to like, buy it um, he's yeah. like i was in a spinning car you know <laughs> and then carlisle also was like oh sounds like you were really lucky and she was like lucky edward happened to be standing next to me yes and, and carlisle like, does not yeah. play it cool no he's like oh, oh well, well yeah. yes Suddenly occupied with the papers in front of him. He looks away, looks at Tyler, walks away. (laughs) Like, if you're actually trying to be a regular person, you'd be like, oh my god, my son's a hero. He saved your life. (laughs) That's what we're like. I'm glad you and my son are both okay. I don't know, something. What a miracle. What a miracle. Yeah, nothing. (laughs) <laughs> but he's weird about it, so she's like, ah, he's He's in on, in on it! That was my best sense. Yes. My intuition flickered. The doctor was in on it. The doctor <laughs> was in on it! It kind of has, like, spy movie vibes. Yeah! You know? <laughs> so good at spy movies. So Bella and Edward, like, pulls Edward away. It's like, we need to talk. In the hallway. Alone. Alone. He's immediately unfriendly and hostile again. <laughs> I haven't thought about this too much before, but as I read it this time, I was like, oh, Carlisle can hear this entire conversation. I was also thinking that, yes. I was also (laughs) thinking that. Well, you know, I don't know. Do you think that it would be less suspicious if he was like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I was next to you. Like, I don't, like, I just don't, I I don't don't know know what to tell you. There is no truth to tell you. I just was right there. Like, I started moving before the van started like i don't know like just play it cool but like i don't know i kind of understand where he's coming from just trying to be like what are you talking about why would you even say that i don't owe you anything i saved your life but like maybe it's actually weirder to be this aggressive and hostile <laughs> it is it is weird because <laughs> she's like you told me that you would tell me the truth you promised. And he's just like, you hit your head. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, I like really when he says, what do you think happened? Because yeah, that's, like that's actually the way to play it. Yeah, that's yeah. actually the Ask way only way. questions. Yeah, I feel like he's hoping she'll, like, come up with something. He'll be like, yeah, it was yeah, that. That's it, yeah, you're right. That's what it was. <laughs> yep. Nail, head, you hit it. <laughs> but, like, like, her whole thing, though, is that she doesn't want to lie for Edward. She, like, right. supposedly doesn't really care what the reason is that he's very super speedy and strong she's just like if i'm lying for you i want to know why i don't like lying and i'm like girl, but, one you've been lying this whole fucking time. but yeah, also she's she's that. already decided she has agreed to lie so she's not yeah. like i don't want to lie for you she's already, she's already done it 
she's already pivoted to, I want to know why I'm lying for you. Yeah. So he is kind of taken off guard by like, she says, I'm not going to tell anybody. And he's she like, she just what? continues to surprise him. Yeah. Yes. Imagine. <laughs> I'd be like, what? What? I don't know. I'd be like, what is the point of this interrogation if you're not trying to like, I don't know, do something about it. She just wants to know. She just wants to know. I'm with Bella. Yeah. The, the wondering would be physically painful. This is, yeah. Like, like if I, I could believe, if I felt strongly enough about what I had seen, it would be like, I, I gotta know. Yeah. I gotta know. I'd be so annoying. So annoying. <laughs> and Edward is just like, you're not gonna let it go, can, like, are you? I feel like I would try to figure out a way that I could use blackmail to make him like me. You know? Like if I were a teenager in this Like scenario. how do I spin this into a relationship? Yeah, right. Like how do I I'm gonna blackmail him so he has to deal with me all the time. Like, <laughs> but he's gonna fall in love with me while I blackmail him. <laughs> that would That's... be where my head is going. That's, That's so delusional. <laughs> and yet I kind of feel like I could see how it could work. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> There's That's definitely so a YA book out there where someone's blackmailing someone and then they fall in love oh, with Oh, Rivals yeah, to Lovers. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I'd be like, listen, I'm going to tell the world that you're not human unless you take me out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to have fun. <laughs> yeah, you have to have fun. And you like have to have me. a good attitude. <laughs> Um, and he says, in that case, I hope you enjoy disappointment. And she's just, like, looking at him all mad. Now she's looking, she's like, oh, he's really handsome. <laughs> when he's also mad. And then I think that's a great question. When she says, why did you even bother? I asked frigidly. I think it's great because, one, the answer really is, to me, obvious. It's like, well, you're not going to just let somebody die in your power to prevent that obviously but it's like such a a, what's the word i want like a masterful way of being like like, you're being a real dick about this yeah it's like like kind of like a leading question like i don't know well he is being really mean yeah so it's like if you will like dislike me this much or don't want me to be a problem so much then why, why did you do it even bother it's I, like I okay i'm sorry i didn't predict <laughs> that you were gonna be like so irritating <laughs> it's not like what you a psychic is. in the family <laughs> he paused and for a brief moment his stunning face was unexpectedly vulnerable oh. look this book is amazing yeah <laughs> oh he whispered which is like just oh. enough of a of a confession that uh-huh. she's like he did he, he did, did save decide. my life like he, he did decided. do something weird and he decided to come save me and there's something that he's not telling me and it's like the like undercurrent of like he cares for you but he can't admit it to himself yet he yeah i know yet it's not like oh well I just have, like, a basic respect for human life, as I was saying, so I'm not just going to let somebody die. It's like, no, I have complicated motivations. (laughs) Listen, he was ready for Tyler to die. Yeah. (laughs) 
Bella, but Bella. He was like, not no, her. Not her. Couldn't let it happen. <laughs> oh. And then this everyone is really great Melissa her. moment. I know. But like Where everyone's, everyone's like, just in the waiting room and she's <laughs> all sheepish, room. like, I'm okay. Charlie runs Which over. Is how I would have played it. Like, guys, I'm all right. It's okay. I mean, I hopefully <laughs> there would have been some like visible blood, you know, or something. Right? You'd be in the bathroom like patting on a bruise. Yeah. I just be, I'd be I'd like be punching myself in the face so I have a bruise. <laughs> oh my god. Hey guys, I'm all right. It's okay. <laughs> They actually said that if I wasn't there, Tyler would have died. The, the physics. So I broke. I'm a hero. His car. <laughs> but she does the thing where she just walks out instead of like totally milking it for all she can. And she gets mad at Charlie that he has told her mother that her she's mother. been that she's in the hospital. She's like, why would you car? do such a stupid thing? It is bananas that Charlie was even in the waiting room. Bella is a minor. I know! He you can just go be back there. Hear from Dr. Cullen yourself. Ask your yeah, own follow-up Edward question. is back there. Yeah. For, like, well, for no why? reason. For no reason. Uh, but yeah, uh, Bella gets like so mad. She like slams the car door like, God, Dad. It's so annoying. and then this whole thing is so good so good because it was in this moment where her mom is like oh my god we you can come home i'm coming home like you got hit by a car like this whole thing's off yeah (laughs) and bella's just like uh actually turns out i want to stay here uh because you know edward is really annoying but like super high and like we have like a thing now yeah i was consumed by the mystery um, Edward presented, and more than a little obsessed by Edward himself. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I wasn't as eager to escape Forks as I should be. Ugh. Beautiful! And then so she's, she goes to bed. It's about to be a really average, boring chapter, boring. and they're the worst <laughs> going to sleep. And then Auntie Steph delivers Auntie Steph. our first banger of a chapter button in this book. <sighs> Very first one. That was the first night I dreamed of Edward Cohen. Woo! I'm sorry, that's actually my best sentence. Yeah. I rescind whatever yeah. I said before. Yeah. Like, that's I it. think I would argue that a huge piece of Stephanie's genius is contained in a good chapter ender. Because oh, truly, like if that like sentence I gotta see was that not, dream now. if that sentence was not at the end of this chapter, you'd be like, whatever, she yeah. fell asleep, and you put the book down. Yeah, you'd be like, great place to stop, I'm chapter. going to bed too. Uh-uh. But then you I gotta read this dream. That it was only the first night that she dreamed of Edward right. Cullen, which means there's gonna be more nights that she dreamed And were they sexy dreams? I gotta know. You gotta find out. <laughs> I felt that line in my soul, yep. you know? <laughs> The word first is so important. Oh my god. Incredible. Carrying the whole thing. Imagine that night, surprisingly, I dreamt of Edward Cullen. Not the same. Not the same. Not the same. Not the same. This like speaks to fate and providence. Oh the first time I dreamed of Edward Cullen. Because she's also just talking about how consumed she was. She's consumed. It feels so inevitable. Yeah. You know? Like 
Wuthering Heights shit. Like, <laughs> Wuthering Heights shit. It's I was the also yearning, thinking the yearning, yearning <laughs> about how pacey this has been so far. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Listen, did it have a slow start right at the beginning? Yes, but it's chapter three. Like, we already met him. He's already been hostile. Then really He's already gone to Alaska and come back. (laughs) And come back. Like, he's already, like, had a, they had a weird, intense, hostile meet-cute. Then he was, like, really polite and nice and Mm -hmm. saw more of her than anybody has seen so far. And then chapter three, bang, something supernatural is happening. He saved her life. There's some mystery. How did he stop this car? It's wild. Almost died. And it's only Bella's like already practically prom queen. She's she's the most popular girl in school. She's obsessed with him. And she's about to start dreaming about him. Incredible. Mm. Amazing. Incredible. Impeccable. Impeccable. Uh, Something that's really funny to me is that review that we read early on in this episode, and they're like, you know, this is great even if you just hate the series and want to kind of indulge that, but we just read Breaking Dawn. Yeah. And so we're like, look, no beef. No beef. This book, incredible. Incredible. This is our victory lap, you know? Like, we're so... The first time we we did this, we were like, we really want to talk about the good and the bad. And this time around, we're like, this book is amazing! I know. The first time I even remember, like, I'm reading my notes, and it's it's just like, Edward is such a shit. He's gaslighting her. He's being so mean. I mean, he is gaslighting. We've been skimming over the gaslighting. I know, because now, well, it's just, there's so much worse. <laughs> There's so much worse later. Yeah. And again, it is gaslighting, but as Olivia mentioned, I kind of understand why. And also, I, Bella yeah. does not fall for it, you know? Yeah. So, like. She doesn't. That's true. No, she doesn't. As, as, as uh, Edward says, no blood, no foul, right? Yeah. As <laughs> are, you really, goes. are you really gaslit if you're not lit? Yeah. <laughs> That's just gas. Uh, the answer is yes. <laughs> Loved it. All right. Loved it. Great chapter. Best, best sentence, sentence, worst sentence. Best sentence. There's a lot of best. That was the first yeah. night I dreamed of Edward Cullen. Absolutely. But then there's there's the, you know, the just the small great things. I felt excited to go to school, and that mm-hmm. scared me. Right? That's yeah, that's scary. a good sentence. <laughs> that's a good sentence. Uh... The end of this sentence, the large hands fitting providentially into a deep dent in the side of the van's body. Providentially. Me too, I underlined providentially. Beautiful. Also makes me think of Anne of Green Gables when, um, the end of Anne of Green Gables, if you haven't read it, spoilers, (laughs) came out in like the 1800s or whatever. Uh, okay, so the story of Anne of Green Gables, Anne is an orphan, she's adopted by Matthew and Marilla Cuthbert, and she shows up and they're like, you're not a boy, we asked for a boy, and she's like, you don't want me because I'm not a boy, she stays anyway, they love her, whatever. And at the (laughs) end, Marilla is like, it wasn't a mistake that brought you to us, it was providence. Like, like God knew that we needed each other. And I love that line, and I love the word providentially. It's so great. Um, I'm my worst sentence is just going to be one that I think needed some better punctuation. <laughs> um, which is all the rain from yesterday had frozen solid, um dash, coating the needles on the tree in a fantastic, gorgeous patterns and making the drape driveway a deadly ice slick. 
The way that the sentences formed make it seem like the ice needles, icy needles are what's making the driveway slick. But mm. that's not actually mm. what's happening. You're right. And that's my worst sentence. I mean, that's not bad. You know, I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't um, think I have the worst. I'm going to pick... When I opened my eyes in the morning, something was different. It was oh, yeah. the light. It was still the gray-green light of a cloudy day in the forest, but it was clearer somehow. Uh, I just don't no. care. I just don't care. I just don't care about that. Stop starting <laughs> chapters with people waking up. It's the most boring way to start. It's so boring. I'm just trying to think if I have any other bests to add to the already prolific pile of bests that we have. Ooh, I was consumed by the mystery pile. Edward presented. And more than a little obsessed by Edward himself. I, I just really like he moved to sit on the edge of Tyler's bed facing me. <laughs> like, we don't even need to talk about Tyler being in the bed. It's just Tyler's bed. Like, he's not there. He's not here for this moment. <laughs> Bleeding. <laughs> okay, I have a second worst, actually. Great. Uh, Edward says, Bella, I was standing with you and I pulled you out of the way. He unleashed the full, devastating power of his eyes on me as if trying to communicate something crucial. He didn't do that. He's just looking at you. He's just looking at you. <laughs> He's not like, activate eyeball handsomeness. It almost sounds like he's doing some vampire magic on him. Yeah, like, right, like some like compulsion, which they I guess do he does have in vampire seem diaries. to have. But also, like, he does seem to have, like, it's unclear in Twilight whether they have they that have, magically yes. or if it's just how hot they are. Right. I think it's just how hot they are. Yes, <laughs> yes. But, like, if you know other vampire media, like, right. if compulsion you, in you vampire feel like it's actually is, a vampire. They zoom in on your eyes and their, and their like, pupils dilate and contract and they, yeah. like, compel you to believe what they're saying. And yeah. so I do think that this was maybe, like, a little, like, is this hairy. a vampire superpower? Yeah, I mean, no, he's hair. just hot. Except it doesn't work on her. So. Yeah, it doesn't work on her. But, like, no, that's special. not really a thing. Yeah. That's the chapter. That's the chapter, yo! We did it. We did it. We'll be, you better we're be doing li- it again. You, you better be reading along, because this is good stuff. This Email us with shit. questions or comments at twilightphasepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, check out patreon.com slash twilightphasepodcast. Or leave also... us a rating. I'm gonna be reading them now. Oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta add a like and subscribe to this like uh, and credits. Subscribe. I haven't done it yet. Um, you can just follow along on Patreon, or you can join the ranks of our patrons: Melina, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Lemi, Chance, King's Gambit, Mary, Melissa, Rachel, Sabine, Hannah, Madeline, Elizabeth Parker, and Marissa. Wow. Hi. You can follow us at Twilight underscore Phase on Twitter and Insta. Disclaimer: We own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. No. Audio editing by Olivia Valcarce. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Andrew Martin. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can bite, bite me. me. Bite me, bitch.